0: And now turning to the Volkswagen settlement, Loretta Lynch is ending her tenure as attorney general with a bang in a landmark settlement with Volkswagen felony guilty pleas by Volkswagen to an emissions cheating scandal, one of the largest clear-air penalties, and the indictment of six high-level VW executives in Germany. It's one of the top environmental cases in President Obama's administration and the capstone for Lynch's enforcement of corporate misconduct. Lynch said that in a 10-year conspiracy, Volkswagen sold hundreds of thousands of cars that were spewing harmful nitrogen oxide into the atmosphere up to 40 times above the legal. The limit. Volkswagen knew of these problems, and when regulators expressed concern, Volkswagen obfuscated, they denied, and they ultimately lied. The agreement requires the German automaker to pay $4.3 billion in penalties and to submit to compliance monitoring. Prosecutors detailed an elaborate scheme inside Volkswagen to commit the fraud and then cover it up, with at least 40 employees allegedly involved in destroying evidence. Here we saw a company where this knowledge and and the choice that they made went to the executive level and that did set it apart from other companies. U.S. prosecutors are still investigating just how high up the corporate ladder the scheme went, and Lynch held out the possibility of charges against more VW executives. Our guests are Eric Gordon, professor at Michigan Law School and the Ross School of Business, and Anthony Sabino, founding partner at Sabino & Sabino. Eric, the Justice Department has been criticized for many years for not holding corporate leaders accountable for corporate crimes. Here, one of VW's highest-level executives was indicted along with five others. Is this a major breakthrough just as the Obama administration is ending?
1: You know, I think the timing is not a coincidence. Uh, people are leaving, and they're, uh, they're good people. They're well-intentioned people, and they've really been stung by the allegations that they're softies. So they don't have a lot of time. <laughs> now it's just a few days. Um, but what we've seen in the last few months is uh, attempts— to sort of rehabilitate the reputation, a reputation that might have been sort of unfairly given to them. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting that uh, it's happening just now, um, uh, just in time for another administration to come in, so who knows what it signals. Uh, but, I, you know, uh, I, I know, I, I don't know the Attorney General, but I, I know people in the administration, and, and, and they've taken it quite personally. They've really been stung. Um, by the criticisms, including uh, by criticisms I've leveled. Anthony, in this uh, plea agreement, Volkswagen, uh, as I understand it, uh, admitted that its employees agreed to deceive both regulators and customers. Uh, Can we look at this as Volkswagen has sort of, uh, you know, uh, given up its employees in this case in order to, to cut a deal?
2: To some extent, yes. Again, I think Volkswagen realizes that this was the cost of achieving a settlement with the United States government. I have no doubt that uh, Attorney General Lynch, and she's always been known as a hard-charging, uh, very thorough litigator, both in private practice as well as in her various roles at the Justice Department as U.S. Attorney pre- to, prior to being the AG, uh, that they demanded this as part of the bargain. And uh, again, uh, allegations which now attend, uh, appear to be admitted to uh, thereby becoming facts of a the sort. Uh, there seems to be very little doubt that these folks did what they were accused of, and Volkswagen uh, viewed it as a necessity uh, put upon them. I think also something that struck me from these very recent developments is that this is in more contrast to an earlier stage of the Obama administration when there have been accusations that uh, people who played a part in the Great Recession back in 2008, 2009, et cetera, were not criminally prosecuted. But again, as I've always said, uh, it's not a crime to make errors in judgment. It's not a crime to be stupid, et cetera, et cetera. And that was a large component of the Great Recession. This, in contradistinction, is something very different where you have elements of uh, very deliberate behavior because, after all, the essence of the crime here, uh, the alleged crime, is that uh, these defeat devices – uh, were deliberately made with these computer algorithms to give false readings on the environmental, uh, on the pollution levels. And you can only write uh, an algorithm with a great deal, deal of deliberation. And deliberation means intent, it means malice. And apparently the government had enough there to convince Volkswagen to plead guilty as an entity and to, as you said, uh, give up its own people who participated in that conspiracy. So fr-
0: from that point, Eric. This settlement is the largest criminal fine imposed on an automaker. It's almost five times what GM paid and four times what Toyota paid to settle their cases. Why so large?
1: Yeah, because this is really severe. Um, You you had you you know in GM um, you probably had some stupidity and some cover-up in VW. What you had is a company that made a conscious decision. We will violate the law. We will pollute the air in order to sell cars. Uh, nobody at GM said, well, in order to sell cars, we're going to put in this crummy ignition switch. They put in an ignition switch that turned out to be crummy, and they knew about it and didn't change it. But they, they didn't up front Say, wow! We're going to make some money. We got to make money. We got to sell cars, um, and the only way we can do it is by putting in a crummy ignition switch. So, the wrongdoing here is, to use the technical legal term, just so yucky. It's just so despicable that uh, you know. I'm surprised that the, the multiple wasn't even higher.
0: Our guests are Eric Gordon, professor at Michigan Law School and the Ross School of Business, and Anthony Sabino, founding partner at Sabino and Sabino. Anthony, the question is whether the, those executives, those five executives in Germany are ever going to be tried in the U.S. because German law bars extradition of the country's citizens. So can they hide out in Germany for the rest of their lives if they want to?
2: Well, they can hide out in Germany, or although I don't think that's an absolute necessity because Volkswagen is a far-flung organization, so they might uh, be able to live in other parts of the world, travel to other parts of the world. But you know, June, I'm really not going to lose sleep over whether these uh, gentlemen ever face trial in the United States. Certainly, I think many of us would prefer to see that, but I really don't think that's the important issue. I think that we can look at what's been achieved already, and that is the following – Volkswagen has been properly chastened uh, by this massive settlement, $4.3 billion in criminal fines, and layer that on top of the 14 or so billion they're already going to pay to the states and to the dealers and so forth for getting the uh, offending vehicles off the street, not to mention the slew of shareholder lawsuits they are going to be pending for a long time. Uh, these gentlemen have been stung by these accusations. I don't really see them as being viable in any capacity with Volkswagen. Their roles are certainly t- going to be diminished. Um, German companies um, have slightly different rules in terms of their um, leadership as far as shareholders and what they call a supervisory board interacting on behalf of shareholders. But but I honestly think that there will be a a massive change in command at Volkswagen. And again, let me be clear. I don't think anyone should escape their day in court to face charges such as this. But once again, I, I don't think that's as compelling an issue. Uh there is was n- there were achievements here. E- Eric, been-
1: e- Eric, um one of these men, uh Oliver Schmidt, was actually arrested in uh in the US in Miami where he apparently was on vacation. Uh that really struck me in this story. W- was that as bad of an idea as I thought it as I think it is for him to have uh, gone vacationing here in the US with this probe hanging over him? I you know I, he wouldn't have done that if he were my client. I I mean uh, I mean, for one thing, none of these people are going to take their their grandchildren um, to Disney World. Um, and, you know, there are certain countries uh, that if they travel to, they, they, they could be extradited uh, if they go to the wrong country. Um, I, I have a slight disagreement with Anthony in, in that... Um, uh, you know, Volkswagen is is paying a lot of money, and it's and it's having it's creating real problems for them. Uh, it's it's not clear that they're going to have enough money to finance you know, moving to electric cars without raising more capital. So it's a real problem for Volkswagen. But Volkswagen never makes decisions. Chrysler doesn't make decisions. Pfizer doesn't make decisions. Individuals make decisions. Uh, and, and I'm actually a subscriber to the idea that. You have, to, you have to scare those individuals. The individuals who are not in their heart going to do the right thing, you have to scare them. And the fact that it's big trouble for VW is really different than you could be going to jail and not see your grandchildren at all.
0: And Anthony, that is part of the criticism that's been leveled against the Justice Department, that they haven't gotten the individuals. Here they got the individuals, but... They may not be able to try them.
2: That's true enough. But again, as I said earlier in the program, uh, there were individuals that escaped the bar of justice, if you will, because you can't prosecute for stupidity or bad judgment. Again, I referenced the Great Recession. Uh, In this instance, there are attempts ongoing, certainly, to bring these individuals uh, to America uh, to face these charges. But uh, again, the law is the law. And if uh, you cannot extradite them from Germany, so be it. I'm not saying at all that that's the optimum result, I certainly would uh, have a strong preference to see them be prosecuted here in the States.
0: Thank you, Eric Gordon, professor at Michigan Law School and the Ross School of Business, and Anthony Sabino, founding partner at Sabino & Sabino. Coming up on Bloomberg Law, Eric Holder is taking a new role. He is going after gerrymandering and looking forward in today's discussion with uh, other Democrats of what to do. This is Bloomberg.